Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone. It's a great day to be alive. How's y'all's day going? Hopefully y'all have had a great day. Good day. Been on that solid foundation of the Bible. I got something I want to talk about today. Something that's been laid on my heart. Writer's block. You know, you always hear about authors having writer's block. Journalists having writer's block. Well, I feel like sometimes there's a spiritual writer's block that we need to look at. And we need to look at the root cause of it. Because it's something that we're doing, and I'm guilty of it myself, that we need to take care of. So, let's get into this. The spiritual writer's block. So we all know life is busy, it gets hectic, gets out of control sometimes. And when it gets out of control, we often forget to look at God. We get so enveloped in our natural day-to-day lives and surroundings that we tune him out. We get spiritual writer's block in the process. Typically happens when things are going good or bad, and you have been distracted out of the word, off of your foundation. It's difficult to hear Holy Spirit if you're distracted by the world. So, how do we take care of this? We have to figure out how to beat this spiritual writer's block. And one of the best ways I know to take care of this is take time and just get in your secret place with God. It's not as easy as it sounds. Life is hectic. We've got family. We've got work. We've got all this stuff. But you have to force yourself to have the time with God. I know I'm guilty of sometimes not taking the time I need and just brushing it off. For a while there isn't a good habit. First 45 minutes of my day was all God time. Last 30 to 45 minutes of my day was all God time. Throughout the day I'd have little bits of me and God. Well, for some reason I quit having that interaction and feels like I had spiritual writer's block. Could not get words or thoughts out through the Holy Spirit like I I just didn't have the feeling of his presence to guide me. Nothing was coming out right. Nothing was going right. So I had to get in my little secret place with God as he tells us to do in Matthew 6 6. Get in the secret place. Well that's what we have to do. You gotta go somewhere that's quiet, no distractions, pray and meditate on the word. Tune out what's in the world. The world is getting so messy and chaotic. We need to just turn off the TV, turn off the news cycle, shut up and listen. That's where we're at. You cannot get the download you need from the Holy Spirit to unblock your spiritual writer's block if you're sitting there tuning in to all the chaos going around right now. And there is a ton of it. You are distracted every which way. I mean, you sit there and look at the news. You're distracted by what Israel is doing with the Gaza Strip. Yes, Israel should have the right to defend itself. But they're distracting you by just pounding it in your face. You're distracted by what's going on in our military. With all the promotion of homosexuals to current ranks them getting rid of commanders because they write something going against the Marxist ideology being pushed in the military. 
you, it's just the chaos will ensue you'll get distracted you'll get off the narrow path and you'll be on the wide path all of a sudden and you'll have that spiritual writer's block you won't feel the Holy Spirit it happens that's what the devil's good at he's good at making that separation so instead of writing your story in the book of life you're writing it in the book of death all of a sudden and you don't realize it things have slipped away because slowly over time you've taken yourself out of the word and out of what God has planned for you he has nothing but good planned for you Romans 8:28, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God according to his purpose for those who are called according to his purpose so yes things should be good for us but we take our eyes off the ball we do it all the time we let the world get control of us we take our eyes off the supernatural and we put it back on the natural we should have kept it on the supernatural the entire time because we're not suffering from people we're suffering from princes and principalities from evil in the spiritual realm controlling the natural realm they want that writer's block they want us to be so confused and messed up that we're not getting the download we need to do what God wants us to do to write what's supposed to be written on our souls God is writing stuff on our souls to tell us what to do and how to do it but we're getting spiritual writers block so we need to get our focus back we need to get streamlined on what God wants to tell us I know myself wherever I'm streamlined I'm praying every day that my soul is white hot for Jesus I'm not okay with a little spiritual fire from the Holy Spirit I want it to melt my face off I want his presence to melt my face off I tell him take the wheel let me be a passenger I will not backseat drive you show me where you need me to go and I'll go show me drive me there and let's do this thing so stay focused continue to long for his presence it's harder than it sounds because the devil's coming at you with a battering ram he's firing the stuff that we talked about in the uphill battle you have rockets and everything arrows going right past you in this battle but once you've got that connection back make sure that you keep it how do you keep it live a life of prayer don't have a prayer life have a life of prayer meditate on the Word of God this life is not a recreational sport or a hobby a lifestyle choice and devotion to the Creator so treat it like that because without him there is no purpose for this life he is the purpose of this life so that you walk in a manner worthy of the God who caused you into his own kingdom and glory first Thessalonians 2 12 we need to walk in glory his glory cut out the distractions and let him rule the day let him control everything quit worrying it also states in the Bible that he has everything planned out for you don't worry about what you're going to eat what you're going to wear where you're going to go just have faith in God yes that is hard to do 
Most people are not going to have faith in something they cannot see. So, they worry and they stress out about everything. They see the bank account low. They freak out. They see they barely have any food. They freak out. Something's not going right at work. They panic. So, it's time that we just need to do what God says to do. Quit worrying. Quit stressing out about everything. Be ready for Him. Otherwise, you have that spiritual writer's block I'm talking about. We can't let the things of this life control us. Too often they control us and we fall off the wagon. We go down that, that big, wide path with everyone else. Shoulder to shoulder, it's nasty, it's bumpy. The guy next to you forgot to wear deodorant. And the other guy next to you looks like he just ate a whole pizza and drank a 12-pack of beer. And then there's the crazy cat lady, who's just crazy because she has a thousand cats. All on that wide path. I mean, it's not very fun. So, let's get focused. Let's get back on that narrow path. There are not that many people on the narrow path. It's the shortcut. In our reality, it is. It's the, it is easier to be a righteous man than to be a wicked man. But we are wicked because we choose to be. Once you read the Word of God, it is so much easier to just follow the rules and precepts He has for us. And to stay in constant contact with God. It makes life so much better. And that writer's block won't be there. Our God is an awesome God. He doesn't want a writer's block. He doesn't want that separation. You know the reason He created us? Relationship. He wants a relationship with you. He is your father. You are his child. That is something everyone forgets. You know, I'm a dad. I want a relationship with my children. They love me. I'm the crazy fun one until I tell them to clean their room or to do something. But I want that relationship. And it breaks my heart when they do something wrong and I have to discipline them. So how much more do you think God's heart is broken when he has to discipline us? He's having to discipline a whole entire nation right now because of us. Because of what we've allowed. And we've allowed, well, that spiritual writer's block. This nation has such a huge spiritual writer's block right now, I don't know if we'll ever get over it. I mean, seriously, I don't know if we'll ever get over it. We need a wave of the Holy Spirit to hit us so hard, it's like a tactical nuke. Where it goes off and it hits everybody. And everyone falls down face first and repents. But it is definitely time for a spiritual writer's block to be broken. We need help from God. The best part about losing the spiritual writer's block is what's written in John 16:13. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he ha hears, he will speak, and he will disclose to you what is to come. That's what we want. We want to know what's to come. That way we know what's written on our souls and what to do. God is going to tell us what to do, but we have to have that back and forth with Him. We can't be tuned into the world. We have to be tuned into God. We can't be tuned into Prince Harry and whatever Megan is. 
We can't be tuned into NASCAR or the NBA kneeling or whatever else. We need to be tuned into God 100%. Because when we're tuned into Him and He's first, your family's second, your job's third, things are just so much better. You have to prioritize God first. Otherwise, you're not going to get nothing. It'll be dormant. You'll have static. You'll have writer's block. That's not what we want. We want an ebb and flow of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Well, that's it for the writer's block. I do have some stories I do feel we need to go over. And one of them's from my state of Texas. And well, this one kind of has me peeved because it shouldn't have happened to begin with. So let's get into this news. Greg Abbott, no mask mandates in Texas public schools. Well, Governor Abbott, I'm going to tell you right now. You should have never had a mask mandate in public schools to begin with. That was wrong. You shouldn't have had the mask mandates at all. But here's what he said. On Tuesday, he issued an executive order banning government-issued mask mandates. No governmental entity, including a county, city, school district, and public health authority, and no governmental official may require any person to wear a face covering, the order said. Abbott's order stated that as of May 21st, any entity requiring masks could face a fine of up to $1,000. Um, that $1,000 might not be enough, Governor Abbott. You should have bumped that up. Although schools are included in the order, Abbott said that schools can continue with their current mask policies through June 4th. After that, no student, teacher, parent, or other staff member or visitor may be required to wear a face covering, the order said. Well, they shouldn't have had to wear the face coverings to begin with. Here's my thing. And listen very carefully. The mask we know from a paper that Dr. Fauci, or Fauci, whatever you want to call him, I call him Fraudgy because he, he's a fraud, wrote about bacterial pneumonia in the 1917 and 18 Spanish flu. And it was caused by the mask. There were more deaths from that than from the flu itself. So why are we wearing them? Why are you putting them on my children? My son has had a cough all year because of this stupid virus and you forcing him to wear a mask. It is dumb. Are you going to pay the medical bills for people like me that have had their loved ones in the hospital with bacterial pneumonia? I don't see that happening. Why didn't we just do what South Dakota did and not force any of this? South Dakota had the lowest numbers the whole entire time per population. But no, you had to cave in. And now it's time for you to gear up for an election, so you're doing away with it all. Your timing is horrible. Also, why are you giving orders like a tyrannical dictator? That's all you've done for the past year and a half. Sorry, we might have to look elsewhere, sir, because you obviously don't care about the people enough to look at the truth. And you're just now rolling back this mask mandate on schools when it should have been, never happened to begin with. 
we should have never forced students to wear a mask. So something needs to happen, I feel, to deal with all the illness we have with our kids' lungs. Not to mention the mental issues they have now from the way they had to do school. It's dumb the way they had to do school this year. Having plastic partitions, having to use hand sanitizer, which has carcinogens in them, regularly, not being able to go to the cafeteria to eat, having to eat at their desk in a cubicle. It was dumb. You took the fun out of being a kid with these mandates and these executive orders. You weren't thinking. So, at least you finally did it. You should have done it, never done it to begin with. But here's another story. 10-year-old boy obliterates school's mask mandate. This one's awesome. There's a video. Hopefully you can hear the audio whenever I play it. Because this boy just straight up ripped into him. He tore them to pieces on this mask mandate stuff. And the hypocrisy behind it. It was awesome. So listen to what this young man says. He's 10 years old and in Florida. So just listen to him. I just turned 10 years old and I am a 4th grader at Felix A. Williams. I expected school to be a little bit different in the beginning, but I didn't think it would stay this way all year long. And I was surprised by the rules. A lot of them didn't make any sense to me, like the fact that we were not allowed to play on the playground or have student council, or turn to face each other at lunch. And we also have to wear masks outside at PE and on track. I love my school and all, but my teachers seem really stressed, and that makes me feel bad. One teacher walks around with a clipboard full of referrals for any student whose mask isn't on properly. It makes me feel scared. That same teacher yells at us having our masks down to drink water while we are outside in Carlin. She told us we had to wait until we were in our parents' car to have a drink of water. She had her mask down the entire time while she was yelling at us, which makes me and all my friends very mad. This happens a lot. <sighs> and it seems unfair teachers take their masks off while, they're yell while they yell at us kids and that we need to pull ours up. I asked my mom if there's a word for this, and she said there is. Hypocrisy. Wearing a mask all day makes me feel really tired and gives me really bad headaches. Sometimes I'm in school and I need to lay low in the dark until they're gone. My mask also sticks to my face when it's really hot and it makes it hard to breathe. I feel like I can't catch my breath and that makes me feel claustrophobic and anxious. I applaud this young man. He did what we have all been needing to do and called out the hypocrisy. He sees it right there in his school. This should have never been happening to our kids. Why were we allowing this to happen? We should have been at the school board meetings raising heck. We should have told them no. We cannot allow tyrannical government like this to happen. 
another thing we need to bring up is these pastors in Canada being arrested for holding church service. That goes against the Canadian government's founding documents, believe it or not. Also, the only religious institutions being targeted are Christian churches. They are allowing mosques and synagogues to open up and have service. So why the hypocrisy there? We should not be having the hypocrisy there. These men that are being arrested, these pastors, are doing God's work. They're helping the needy, they're feeding the poor, they're preaching the gospel, and they're being punished for it. So if you think this whole lockdown situation wasn't about keeping God at bay, you're wrong. It has been about keeping God at bay to keep him out of the world. The devil's ramped things up so bad that, well, yes, we're going to have spiritual writer's block for a while because we bought the Kool-Aid. We drank the Kool-Aid and then we made some more of it. We haven't paid attention to history repeating itself. These are the same exact tactics that the Nazis used in Germany. Franklin Graham, sir, you're using Nazi tactics to try to get everyone to take the vaccine. Don't. Hitler misquoted Romans 13 in order to kill 6 million Jews. So, yes, we need to look at these pastures that are not submitting to the government and applaud them. There is a certain point where some of these scriptures do not apply. Yes, we need to submit to the government if it is a good, holy government doing the will of the people and not being a tyrannical, demonic government, which is what we have in Canada and what we have in the United States at this time. We have an overbearing, tyrannical government that does not care about the people. We need people-led government. That's how it was supposed to be in the beginning when the Israelites came up from Egypt. But they cannot stay on the narrow path. Read Judges. Each tribe was supposed to rule itself. They weren't supposed to have a king over them. Read what Samuel says about a king and what the kings do, what a central ruler does. You see what's happening now with these churches in Canada, these pastors being arrested. It's wrong. It's not right. But those are the days we are headed to. We are heading back into the days of Noah where the righteous will be mocked and ridiculed and the idiotic unwise will be praised where evil will be saluted on high unless we have a complete total momentum shift from the Holy Spirit and we need to pray for that right now this is serious business this is what has to happen we need to repent it might be a sackcloth and ashes kind of weekend for everyone Pentecost weekend this weekend. Because we need to repent and let God do what he is wanting to do. He's wanting to take the earth and make it glorious again. He wants that relationship back with us. But we can't do it if we're allowing this evil stuff to happen. We can't do it if we're allowing good pastures to go get punished for preaching the word of God and one of the churches in Canada where this happened they were doing the six-foot rule and the mask and still having church 
but it's the fact that it was a Christian church that it was targeted. So we need to pray for our brothers and sisters up there that they do not get targeted anymore and they can spread the word of God. They can spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Well, guys, that's all I've got for tonight. Hopefully you all have a great day tomorrow, great week. And remember, if you liked it, hit that like button and subscribe. We all have a great day, and God bless.